Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'll ask you one plain question. Are you a feminist? Yes and no. Okay. Submit to your husband. That did not mean submit to a man in my office. Oh. So submission. She said, show me me the verse. Submission is Mm. not a personality trait of a woman. It's the personality trait of a wife. Mm. In my office, I'm not a wife. I'm not married to nobody. (laughs) Many, many, many of us will be out here doing up stampede and acting like, you know, we hate men. Mm. When really in private you're getting your back blown up you know i say it all the time you're getting i say it all out. the time no no and let me let me keep it let me keep it 100 because in on the podcast since we ain't hi- hiding nothing from you hello and welcome to the to my sisters podcast i'm renee and i'm courtney and we are your online big sisters and hosts of the to my sisters podcast we are all about promoting the wellness growth and development of a community of sisters across the world and in today's conversation we will actually be answering a question If you haven't already joined the sisterhood community over on Instagram, go and add us at to my sisterhood. We want to hear what you have to say. And this actually came from one of our online sisters who asked, am I too independent? Mm. As we grow into boss babes and women who are carving out our legacies, do we need to worry about being too independent? Is independence even a bad thing? And what does it mean to become interdependent? independence all my ladies independent alexa your hands up at me alexa you know what to play (laughs) (laughs) so independence is super interesting actually i feel like independence is one of those words that people use um and it can sometimes sound like a really great thing Mm. Or a really bad thing. Mm. For example, someone literally just asked me, oh, so you're an independent woman. And I could tell in the tone. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, but I kind of get what you're saying Mm -hmm. in the sense of as a woman who is independent or not even independent, just has her own, maybe has their own money or um, is creating their own career. Yeah. You don't need no man. Mm -hmm. You don't need anyone. So then the question comes is it a bad thing to be independent? Mm. So Renee, describe Mm -hmm. to us what you are an independent woman. (laughs) (laughs) Emma? Well, you talk to us about it. What do you think an independent woman is? Mm. Um, And do you think independence is a good or a bad thing? Ooh, very, very, very um, loaded question. Yeah. (laughs) I think, to in in the, in the short of it mm. independent woman slash being independent looks like depending on yourself you mm. have your own things you have um you you can rely on yourself for particular mm. things right a lot of us think of financial um welfare for example mm. you're not depending on somebody else to pay you give you money to live your life mm. um in terms of emotional independence as well you can rely on yourself to actually analyze and process your emotions your thoughts and your feelings yeah. again independent um and a wealth of all other you know spheres that we operate in that's by definition of independent yeah and in on that respect i define myself as an independent woman yeah and i'm happy to do so yeah 
in terms of uh, how we use independent and independent woman in the mainstream, yeah, we often use it in relation to romantic relationships, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> <laughs> Are you one of those quote unquote independent women in that you, as you said, don't need a man, you don't need a partner, you mm. don't want a par- partner, mm. um, and you're incapable of being with someone because Mm. you are so dependent on yourself for everything that you believe a partner would bring to your life yeah i'm not one of those right (laughs) (laughs) i'm not i'm an independent woman but i'm very much happy to be with a partner and look forward to being with a partner (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah in terms of whether there's such a thing as being too independent and Mm. whether it's a good or bad thing I think that being independent is a good thing insofar as you are you actually have capacity to rely on yourself. Yeah. You are it sounds so dramatic and so um depressing. Mm. You're born alone, you die alone. <laughs> Chances are you will die alone. Right. And there will be certain phases in your life where you will have to rely heavily on mm. yourself. You might, you know, move out alone initially. Mm. You might find yourself in a place where you are actively, you know, making money yeah. for yourself and you have no dependence. Yeah. So you are independent. Right. Um, so yeah, you will find yourself in certain phases of your life where you are independent. Mm. And I think that's a good thing to be mm. able to look after yourself mm. in that particular um, definition of independence. Yeah. Now, independence can be bad in the sense that when you are incapable of leaning onto other people, it becomes a problem. And if you think that you can navigate this world alone, then that too is a problem. Mm. Because as much as you enter the world alone, you don't navigate the world alone. Alone. You will always be with people or you'll always be in proximity with people. In fact, part of the way that we develop as human beings is through socializing with other people. That's like a very, very important part of our, you know, our development process. So thinking that you can be alone is a problem because it's extremely regressive Mm. um can one be too independent i believe so right i think if you are looking to be alone that's nomadic like that's actually you 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 want to live in isolation at this point i think it's a problem because it's not recognizing how people can add value to your life Mm. and the way that that can be reciprocated definitely i think i understand it though like i and i don't want to get too much into it right now yeah but i understand why the independent or the image of the independent woman has come up and mm. why it's a threat to some people mm. in that for a very long time relationships were dominate at least heterosexual relationships between yeah. men and women were dominated by of course patriarchy of course <laughs> if we don't say it then it ain't the two masters podcast clearly like guys eat a fry or like a chip every time we say patriarchy in an episode but yeah um a lot of relationships were informed by patriarchy men were seen as the providers yeah. your role as a woman was to be dependent on a man yeah so it was at, and the independent women yeah. came as a you know result of women pushing back on Mm. that and starting to be a bit more independent they start Mm. to have their own things they Mm. start to you know i saw something crazy that was like it was only until i guess around like the 1970s ish Mm -hmm. that women were able to have a bank account yeah yeah like 30 years which is crazy um so the independent woman was a response to the fact that for a very long time women's worth and women's capacity to you know look after themselves Mm. was a result of being a man's property yeah um where we take that too far is when we completely if you are the person that is you know desiring of having a partner yeah where we take it too far is believing that a partner is a nice little 
um, sparkly edition mm. and not someone that can actually actively add value to your life. Right. I think that being too independent mm. means that you're unwilling to, yeah, you're unwilling to see what somebody can actually actively do for you yeah. by choice. Definitely. And it's fine. Like dependence doesn't always have to be something that's by force. Yeah. It can actually be something that's by choice. Like you can yes. choose to submit to someone. Yes. And that too is just as worthy. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. But yeah. Um, what do you think about it? Um, so for me, I think I, I run very, uh, parallel to your definition of independence. Um, I think one thing though, as time has progressed that I have believed in less mm. is that idea of I was born alone and I'll die alone mm. I don't actually think you are mm. genuinely I think first of all it was not by your own capacity that you even came into the world mm. right so I feel like it's someone actually had to physically give birth to you I think yeah. if there's any proof that you you aren't alone in this world it's the fact that you actually can't get into the world yeah that's without fair. the labor of somebody else mm-hmm. so I think that is one thing and also just the fact that when you're born you're born into this complex world of other people's relationships right Mm. your your parents um your family members whoever's with you so I think immediately from when you're born you are born into this dynamic of the world which is you're a a relational being Mm. so I I think because I used to when I was younger I've, I've said this on the podcast when I was younger I used to have very bad a very bad relationship with my mum mm. I remember I had a, rela- a conversation with my brother and I was telling him you know I don't I don't owe her anything I came into this earth by myself and he was yeah. like I hope you know that you're living in her house in her heating like mm. I d- there are some things that it's so easy to think in your mind I'm self-made mm. I've, I've done all this hard work by myself um but Oftentimes, when you take a step back, you see the sacrifices and the work of other people to have raised you to where it is that you are. Um, And that's not to say that you should be, well, yes, you should be grateful for it, but it's not to say that you ask for it either. Mm. It's just that's what's happened. That's what happens. Um, And in this essence of you don't die alone either, because when you die, it actually affects other people. There's an episode of Sherlock. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've watched Sherlock. Here and there okay well it's like one of my favorite programs so anyways i was um, more of a doctor who fan sherlock is better no 100 percent. no okay we'll talk about this <laughs> off air um <laughs> so there's an episode of sherlock where um he comes across a client who actually wants to kill herself mm. and he she uses the specific phrasing of i want to take my own life mm. and he said what does it mean to take your own life when when you die everyone else suffers Mm. you didn't take your life you took your life away from them Mm. right so your life isn't actually your own it's something that's enjoyed by other people Mm. and your your the effects of that is something that exists outside of you and so in that way of thinking it made me deep even if i'm self-sufficient independence is something that you never truly achieve unless like you said you actually want to be a hermit like Mm. if you want to be someone who is a nomad and you don't interact with anybody then you can achieve some sort of independence however i think one thing that we should i've i've learned i won't even generalize for everyone i've learned to try and really understand is how to and you were alluding to this achieve interdependence Mm. where it's like i'm not take my self-worth because i think oftentimes when people think oh you're not independent which means you are dependent means that 
you're depending on someone else to give you your value. Yeah. You're depending on someone else to provide your sustenance and your resources. Um, and just your entire existence is dependent on other people. I don't, I think there is a way for that to easily become very toxic as we've seen through history. Mm. And it leads other people to have power in their hands that allows them to, not even allows them to, which leads them to abusing you. Mm. I think what is an interesting kind of, complexity in it though is in my wholeness and in my independence I've learned to also depend on you and allow you to depend on me Mm -hmm. and I think that independence allows other people to depend on you as well it's all about reciprocal relationship Mm -hmm. and I think oftentimes we get the whole because I also understand the rise of the independent woman Mm. where it's come from obviously with the ability to work the ability to have your own things and own your own things um I think that that's absolutely beautiful and I will never be against that because I own my own things I am an independent person I'm an independent woman but I think to it it becomes dangerous similarly to what you said when you start turning around and saying, I don't need anyone, mm. you know, even not just a man, but I don't need anyone. I've, I've self-made. I don't believe in that. In fact, I think it fractures your life when you try to believe that you can do everything on your own. Mm. I think you start to realize life is difficult when you're doing it on your own. And even to a degree, I would say life is impossible mm. to be done alone. And so that's not to say force yourself into a romantic relationship because I don't believe in that either. But that is to say you've got to learn how to depend on people and allow people to depend on you in a way that isn't abusive, in a way that isn't toxic, Mm. but in a way that allows you to relate to people well. Um, When it comes to relationship, those I I get where people are scared almost of the independent (laughs) woman. it's seen as such an intimidating thing so when Mm -hmm. someone asks you oh so you're an independent woman it's like oh so you're intimidating and you don't there is no room in your life for a man yeah and i think that's predicated on the idea that a man's position in your life is purely how much he can provide how much he can provide for you Mm -hmm. that's not true Mm -hmm. either you know times have actually changed um and but i will say this and this may get me in trouble Mm -hmm. Oh, here we it's go. It's going to sound like mm-hmm. I'm a patriarchy princess. Yes, I'm not. <laughs> I want to be taken care of. That's not not in the sense that I don't want to have my own, mm. but in the sense that if we're building together, I bring some of mine, you bring some of yours, and in the end, it all becomes ours, mm. you know? So when it comes down to that, independence isn't a bad thing. Yeah. In- independence is something that as an individual, I should achieve because I'm an individual. (laughs) (laughs) It's just me. (laughs) But when I do get into a dynamic, whether it be a friendship, a a family relationship or a romantic relationship, I must learn to become interdependent in that dynamic. Um, That's what I would say. Very long winded answer. Very good answer though. (laughs) I think this leads to another key issue, which is I'm sure a lot of people will be thinking about feminism. When it comes down to... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you should see Renee's face. <laughs> she didn't see this coming. When it comes down to uh, feminism, I'll ask you one plain question. Are you a feminist? Yes and no. Okay. It's funny because it feels like every time you ask me a question, Courtney, there's always a... I'm, I'm very much... <laughs> you can tell that I'm a historian by trade. Yeah. And that is... Yeah, it's not quite a black and white <laughs> answer now, is it? It's always a yes and no. Always on the fence. Mm. Um, 
yes, in the very straightforward sense of feminism being about equality in very important spheres. So when we're talking about equal pay, when Mm. we're talking about, you know, within society, just in general, whether men should be equal to women. I believe so. That's quite black and white. However, the way that some feminist movements slash the way that it has developed for me has been not in line with some of my core values and my principles Mm. for me i've had to obviously veer into reading and engaging with black black feminist literature because for a very long time the main body of feminism was predicated on the experiences of western white women yeah um and that's not an experience that i share i mean in some respects we have some similar experiences but it's not something that i identify with fully Mm. it doesn't capture a lot of the intersections that i believe a lot of black feminist thinkers are more adept at handling um i would describe myself as more so a womanist yeah i think it encompasses a lot more of the diversity of experiences that go behind being a woman Mm -hmm. um and i think it also allows for a bit more freedom and agency as to what being a agent free thinking woman feels like and looks like Mm. because i think as much as feminism has been a great tool for opening the door and opening um up several conversations around female agency i think some of the problems that have occurred within the movement is the fact that sometimes agency and freedom is manifested in a very specific way and Mm. a specific means that i just that's not me yeah for me true feminism and i guess more so womanism is about the agency to choose yes for a very very long time women have been denied the agency to choose what they want yeah and what i've noticed especially i guess more so in more i don't really want to say radical because i think sometimes radical is equated with this person is is off their rocker (laughs) it's a bit mad and it suggests that people that are not radical quote unquote are um, more logical and more i I don't really want i don't i don't agree with that classification per se framing however for the context of this conversation radical feminist thinking um i think that sometimes it doesn't afford women the agency to choose whether they actually do buy into some i guess existing principles Mm. right like when we do think think about you know the traditional roles of men and women i think men and women are equal but i also think maybe this is controversial Mm -hmm. i think they're different facts (laughs) maybe maybe this is controversial but i don't i want to be equal to a man i don't want to be a man yeah equal in value i want to be equal in value but i don't want to be a man yeah and perhaps I am buying a little bit into patriarchy insofar as I too would like to be taken care of. Yeah. Like it sounds, it's crazy how it now sounds controversial yeah. and crazy to say things like that because it's like, oh, like patriarchy. Yeah. Uh, listen, by the way, guys, the amount of times we're going to say patriarchy in this um, conversation, <laughs> I can already tell is going to be quite <laughs> extensive. So f- do forgive us. But yeah, I do want to be taken care of. Yeah. And there are certain, in terms of like how I map out my relationship with men, particularly a romantic partner, mm. there are certain, obviously each dynamic is different depending on the person, mm. but 
I too am happy to be taken care of. 100%. Me too. I'm there with you, sister. <laughs> I'm, there with I'm you. very, very happy to be taken. And we're not going to devolve into having those kind of conversations of about who pays on the first yeah, day and yeah, those kind yeah. of, you know, tired ass. <laughs> TL topics. <laughs> tired ass TL topics. But I would hesitate before kind of like, basically what I'm saying is, a, I believe in feminist in, feminism in principle, yes. in practice, it's a problem. Yeah. B, I'd identify myself more so as a womanist yeah. than a feminist. Yeah. And C, I am happy to be taken care of. And Hello. I stand with you. Y'all hear that? I'm happy. <laughs> I'm very happy to be taken care Tell of. Tell them that's what we said on the podcast. <laughs> Honestly, I'm standing with you on all three points. Um, because I think patriarchy is one of those words, though we say it all the time on the podcast, right? Yeah. It's one of those things where it's a system mm. systems can go wrong yeah, yeah it's yeah. the same thing we described in our intentional consumption episode about capitalism mm-hmm, mm-hmm. capitalism can work the mm. same way communism can work the same yeah. way socialism can work if you frame it through the theory but in practice mm-hmm. it implements in a completely different way and the reason why i say that because you may be thinking no like patriarchy is inevitably going to result in these dynamics but there are also societies that are matriarchal yeah right yeah. so when it comes down to it, it comes it comes down to how do we implement the theory mm. and how do we then move away from what they can inevitably end up into, which is abuses of power. Mm. And that's what happens with any implemented social or political system. Mm. So really and truly, patriarchy, having a male as the head of a family doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. Mm. The issue is then when you create envi- an environment Um, When the people in power in such a society create an environment where it means that you go without being questioned and you go without accountability. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it seems as though you're just holding onto power for power's sake Mm. rather than seeing it as a role and responsibility. Mm -hmm. Right. So when we say things like, okay, patriarchy isn't that bad. Honestly, patriarchy in the way that it's been has been bad, right? <laughs> but patriarchy as a concept isn't necessarily terrible. That's what I would say. Yeah. Um. So when it comes down to the idea of, are you a feminist? I stand with you on all the points you say. I mm. lend more to, I'm a womanist. Um, in that though, I would say for particular uh, communities, and I think as time has gone on, you see that having to be a quote unquote independent woman has been a necessity. Exactly. Because exactly. oftentimes, even within these patriarchal systems, you have had households which have had to be spearheaded by women who are taking on a dual or triple burden. And mm-hmm. we can't then step away from that and then blame these women for being independent mm-hmm. and owning their own things and having their own jobs because mm-hmm. actually they have been the sole breadwinners for certain households and certain families mm-hmm. and they had to be put in that position that wasn't actually by choice so sometimes i think the rhetoric of hey i'm an independent woman look it's so glamorous it's so great i think about the un- independent women within my own family who mm. were like i did not want this for my life <laughs> I didn't <sign> <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> this is backbreaking work, <laughs> right? So I think you can be independent. Mm. And, and I think for myself, it's learning how do I be independent and have my own and apply my own knowledge and wisdom, but not in a way that I completely block out the presence of men in yeah. my life. Yeah. I believe that I can navigate without them. Mm. I don't think that that's true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that there is a way to... 
And I think even the way we talk about these sometimes, it's not mutually exclusive. You can be an independent woman and have a very thriving relationship, but you have to understand within those relationships, their specific dynamics, Mm -hmm. which leads me on to another point, which is oftentimes the way women are framed, it's the way you act, the way you act in the outside world is the same way you act in your private relationships. That's not necessarily true. (laughs) That's not necessarily. And I'm sick of that limitation, right? Mm -hmm. If I run my own company Mm -hmm. and I have employees and I come in and I set the tone of the company because I am the leader of the company. Yeah. Me going into my household doesn't mean I'm going to be acting the exact same way. Oh, please. Do you get what I mean? So people people will see you. For example, when (laughs) I was in my late teens (laughs) and I told people, you know, I want to have my own company. and These are the things that I want to do. And I want to be an entrepreneur and stuff. I always used to get these remarks of be careful not to let (laughs) Western feminism bamboozle you. Don't let it take you for a fall in the sense that what man's going to want to be with a woman with this much power, you're going to find it impossible to respect him. Right. Do I seem like such a simple human being (laughs) that I cannot I get it. Being a leader, it's a personality thing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But we are able to code switch in our language and we're able to change behavior yeah. in different contexts. Yeah, mm-hmm. Oftentimes people will look at you as a woman and they think women should be submissive and they use religious context to justify yeah, that, right? Yeah, yeah. If, for example, the Bible, which we read says, submit to your husband that did not mean submit to a man in my office. Oh, so submission. She said, show me, she said, show me the verse. Sub- submission is mm. not a personality trait of a woman. It's the personality trait of a wife. Mm. In my office, I'm not a wife. I'm not married to nobody. <laughs> so why is submission being seen as this personality trait that I need to display to justify my womanhood? Yep, 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 That's yep. not it. It's a specific trait for a specific role in a specific environment, which is my household, my family. Mm. What's that got to do with my paycheck? I'm screaming. Run, run the track again. <laughs> Can we reload it? Reload it. Reload it. Can we reload it? Hello. Um, So that's why I feel like people are often scared of the independent woman thing. mm -hmm. But it's like, okay, you're an independent woman out there. Don't come in here thinking you're an independent woman Mm -hmm. in here. And then start to mess up the dynamic and the feng shui of our relationship. It's much more complicated than that. Crazy, crazy, (laughs) crazy. But at the same time, it's much more simple than that too. No, no, I think I genuinely, I think the world is mad. Um, (laughs) Listen, as much as I am extremely, I can be extroverted outside, Mm -hmm. outside and out loud and stuff like that. And I could also be easily introverted inside if I choose to be. It's all about choice. It's all about agency. Nobody, like half, it's funny because me and Courtney often have this conversation about. (laughs) (laughs) We have many. I don't know how vulgar we can be. Courtney's laughing because she knows exactly what I'm gonna say. Go ahead, sweetie. <laughs> oftentimes, in terms of the, I believe cognitive dissonance mm. between the way that we present ourselves online and the way that we behave mm. in private, many, many, many of us will be out here doing up stampede and acting like you know we hate men, mm. when really in private. You're getting your back blown out. You know I say it all the time. You're getting I your back say blown it all out. the time. No, no. And let me let me keep it let me keep it one hundred because in on the podcast, since we ain't hiding nothing from you, I can tell you, I can tell you from personal understanding. Yeah, 
There are people who are on your TL shouting, men are trash, mm-hmm. kill men, throw them in the bin, we don't need them, who are getting their backs blown out and are posting engagement pics Ooh. on their close friends list. And yeah. Not. Do not be co-opted. Do mm-hmm. not be bamboozled. Bamboozled mm-hmm. is the word. Do not allow yourself to be bamboozled because oftentimes people will have you agreeing with things because on the outside, that's how they present yeah. themselves. And then you orient your life around that philosophy mm-hmm. they're presenting. Mm-hmm. That's not not their personal mm-hmm. mantra and that's not their personal ethic mm-hmm. if you're not careful your life will be completely derailed by the lies somebody is telling yep. you don't allow yourself because people are more complex than they present in their tweets they're more complex than their instagram picture you two are allowed and are afforded that same level of complexity and you're allowed to choose because that's what it's actually about. Mm-hmm. It's not about presenting an image of um, whatever men are trash. It's not about presenting an image of like, you know, you need to be submissive. Mm. It's about choice and value. Yeah. That's what's that's what's at the core of these conversations. Yes. And that's what needs to be at the core. Yes. How much degree of choice do you have as to the way that you present yourself yeah. in different situations? Yeah. How much agency do you feel? in expressing yourself Mm -hmm. if you express if you choose to express yourself in public Mm -hmm. that's your choice as a woman as an individual if you choose to express yourself differently in private with you know whoever you're with that's your choice and that's your agency Mm -hmm. as a woman and Mm -hmm. we should learn to respect that a lot more because i definitely resonate so much with what you said courtney insofar as I can be, you know, dominating in yeah. a, a, a specific setting that has nothing to do with the way that I engage with my romantic mm-hmm. partner. Likewise, that dynamic might have instances of my dominance too. Yes. That's also cool. It's about actually having the space within that relationship to mm-hmm. do that anyways. Mm-hmm. So if you do choose, if I decide to submit yeah. to my partner yeah. that's a choice yeah. it's not because i feel like i'm being coerced or co-opted or whatnot and i will it's not be co-opted i will, I will not, not be, be i will choose to mm-hmm. that's fine if listen don't <laughs> i don't know how many times we have to say it but don't allow the things that you see online the sound bites yes the 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 small sayings yes. don't allow that to define your experience in real life because yeah. you will quickly find yourself alone yeah bitter mm. and you won't find a partner and i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna front because it's almost as if when you say that you are an independent woman or if you're you know you believe in feminism or womanism or whatever people equate this to you saying that you hate men you don't Mm -hmm. want to be around men you don't want a partner Mm -hmm. best believe i want a man facts and that's okay to say that (laughs) like why is everybody like listen we have such an obsession over singlehood as well yes I'm purposefully in my singlehood. Yeah. I am, you know, doing me. And that's yeah. cool. Yeah. And I do the same. Yeah. But I also desire partnership. Oh. And that's cool. When and I, I also <laughs> desire to submit to my partner. Mm-hmm. And that's cool too. Yeah. Like, why do these things sound so outlandish? Crazy. Craziness. Craziness. When I was in my season of singleness, I made sure to emphasize it's a season. Is it- <laughs> I don't want this to be forever. Okay. Number two, you have to also understand there are traits. Like I said, the traits that you display in different seasons of mm. your life are different. The things it brings out of your character are different. Mm-hmm. And no one is criticizing, say, people who, you know, tweet the stuff that makes you think, yeah, men just keep them away from me. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. we are saying actually is they've made a personal choice. Yeah. You make your personal choice. Yeah, yeah. It really comes down to, like you said, having your own agency to choose. Mm-hmm. Choose how your life plays out and choose what you live by. I think the idea that women 
are one or the other. Yeah. You're yeah, either yeah. independent and unable to submit or you're completely submissive and you have nothing of your own. Mm. It's a stupid dichotomy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You can really have both. And you see oftentimes women do have both. I think it's also about though understanding generally that entering into a relationship Mm. that person you're going to be in a relationship with especially in heterosexual dynamics will he'll probably expect certain things of you in order to make the relationship dynamic work dare he but you may end up being with a man (laughs) (laughs) oh how dare you exactly you may end up but it's about then learning your man exactly if your thing is i'm independent out there and i want to be independent and and dominate like the dominator in here find a submissive man Mm. that's you know that dynamic but the issue is i think a lot of us try to force ourselves onto people Mm. and people try to force themselves onto us like i always tell people for example you know how when it comes to preferences for example Mm -hmm. i know preferences can be very problematic it can be rooted in a lot of things but i think every person has to a degree what they're they're attracted to right Mm -hmm. if you tell me flat out i'm not attracted to you i'm not gonna force myself onto you right but i also expect for you to not tell me what i can and cannot be attracted to Mm -hmm. when you have already allowed yourself the privilege to have your own criteria and your own choice allow me to do the same Mm -hmm. and so oftentimes we think i'm an independent woman and any man i want should want me no beloved does not work quite he might not want you because because of it you have to accept it i get it it's a problematic view but do you want him in your life if he doesn't want you exactly this this is the problem oftentimes we get into these things of why didn't x and x want me move on there is somebody who wants you in how you are and your character but even in saying that like i said these things are never black and white there will be some things of your character you will need to compromise on you will need to develop you will other parts of yourself which you will need to strengthen because Mm. you're now in a different environment playing a different role Mm. which requires a different play from you you've got to be willing to do that compromise and i think before i even touch on that point courtney because i want to say something that might be a little bit controversial Mm. when it comes to the development of men and women give it to us quick disclaimer is listen we understand that the whole men are trash movement is a lot wider of course than you know challenging patriarchy we understand that it's about holding men accountable for a lot of their actions trust me we are there and we are (laughs) we know we are flying the flag we are there um but that doesn't mean that as a result of that like the end goal is to totally destroy our relationships with Mm. men for us it's about restoration yes um and i think that's just super important to say because listen we know that we have male listeners and Mm. we actually do cherish you deeply yeah um we hold you accountable to you know the issues that have occurred as a result of um patriarchy and those kind of traumatic episodes that we as women have had and experienced as the result of having relationships with men but i wanted to touch really quickly on what you Mm. were saying about the fact that we as women also need to develop Mm. because i think as women and men in society we have this idea that women develop more quickly than men and that we arrive at a certain destination more quickly than men do men are afforded this kind of like childlikeness in some respects when it comes to providing and all that kind of you know financial blah 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 men have that Mm. but when it comes to developing in general Mm. we often think women develop more quickly than men and and as a result of that many of us have come to this idea that when we enter the relationship we are the ones that need less work than the person that we're in the relationship with and that can be very very toxic because it's not even just about 
you accepting each other. Mm. You now become a blocker because you believe that you have it made. You are less resistant to change and you are less resistant to development because you believe that you are the more adult one of the relationship. Come ready. And I think it's not even just a problem that women face as individuals, but it's actually a structural societal thing where many of us believe that we are all ready to be wives and that men must simply accept us and that they are childish and stupid and dumb (laughs) and if they don't like that's their problem when really it the key is in the concept relationships are about having relations with people it's not just about you coming in and somebody accepting you and we get that listen we've been for it all patriarchy has been our Mm. key word hashtag patriarchy Mm -hmm. for this episode (laughs) but if you believe that you can enter any kind of relationship particularly a romantic one and believe that you are the bastion of everything good yeah that you are the more developed one that you are the most independent one it's not even just a ro- like a partner that will yeah. run away from you. People will flock from yes. you. <laughs> People will flock from you. Yeah. They will run from you. And I think liberate yourself from thinking that you are the adult. And I think mm. particularly for um, specific communities, we can speak to the experience for black women yeah. where we're always made to be the independent yes. one. Many of us are from, you know... Um, maybe from families where we've seen the woman as the head of the household or as you said earlier Courtney um the main breadwinner so that is literally our framework for what relationships should look like Mm. that it's not abnormal for the woman to be at the head of the table which is not a problem but there's other players on the table and if you want the table to balance properly Mm. you've got to have equal weights on the side and sometimes the imbalance is not on their side sometimes it's yours sis (gasps) and this is the thing like even in what you were describing when you come into a relationship and you feel as though i'm the mature one and i've got to turn you from a boy into a man sis you're not a wife you're not a girlfriend you're a mother okay that's (laughs) and a lot of us go into these relationships mothering right and we go with this mothering you are not my son you're not Courtney you want to go into a whole other episode because we could we could (laughs) talk about that you are not my first child Mm. I am here to grow alongside of you exactly yes I have a I can have a nurturing personality and I can nurture things but I'm not your mum you didn't come out of my room absolutely I I have I'm not going to raise you Mm. and I think a lot of us want to come into this dynamic where it's like I'm going to raise you and mold you into the person who I want you to mm. be for me. Mm. Someone's existence, like we always say, does not, somebody exists, somebody does not exist or people do not exist to fulfill your desires and your idea of the role that they should play. And that's why a lot of people then get into a relationship with somebody who they know they're not compatible yeah. with. They know they're not meant to be with on the premise that I can change them. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. You really, really can't. If someone tells you who they are, please believe, believe them. them. They have no, like there's no... <laughs> just it gets me so frustrated sometimes Courtney because we get ourselves into a lot of situations like the one of the most common conversations I hear amongst like women when we're talking about men and stuff is Mm. like oh I'm not sure if I I should be with him because does he have potential Mm. like should Mm. I take a take a a stab at that potential do you look like a clay maker are you Bob the Builder Are you Bob the Builder? Are you actually Bob the Builder? You're talking about like, you're out here wondering like, oh, like, 
does like is he gonna get better mm. and da, 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 da. do you have the same attitude to yourself to your own growth do you have the same attitude you're focusing on can i build him have you thought about does he also have capacity to build yes me? why are these things always one way why yes. do you think that you have it made yes and does he have the desire to grow exactly because i think often on the flip side men go into relationships thinking women don't need nurturing either oh my god they just want to turn us into subservient slaves <laughs> Listen, you see that, um, what do you call it? Ride or die. Yeah. I ain't riding nowhere. No, and best sir. believe I'm not dying. It's not my life that you will put on the line because of your stupidity. What? Absolutely no way. I am singing like, oh my gosh, do you remember the example? <laughs> I'm singing like a canary. I'm like a canary. <laughs> the example of like, oh, would you put um, XYZ's um, gun in the glove department? Your partner's gun in the glove department. First of all, my partner can't have a gun. At all. Let's, let's start there. At all. Second of all, I am a or abiding citizen <laughs> facts no 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 no, no. finish <laughs> i am a law abiding citizen and i am not a fool this i will it. not be listen i don't know how many of you guys have watched um power the series <laughs> stars i am not tasha <laughs> listen all of you guys that are, are tashas yeah i liberate you right but now. she did all that and still lost and still her husband lost. looked at her in the face <laughs> and said have sympathy i just lost the love of my life <laughs> and it wasn't her <laughs> it wasn't her you can do everything and still lose and you can is- be the you can believe that you are the wife and still be the side chick sick it's sickness <laughs> And this is what I mean. This is not to say now guard yourself because men aren't to be trusted. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. What this is to say is choose someone because you want them. Mm. You want their character, not what they represent, not what you can do for them, not what they can do for you. But you genuinely want to journey together. I think one of the biggest things, even sometimes, even the cause of us having this conversation, am I too independent? It's almost like, will it be a turnoff because I'm scared I won't attract men? Mm right it's that's not the be all and end all of life it's not i get it romantic relationships especially if you want them it can feel like when you're not getting them Mm. what's wrong with me Mm. and my life is not going to be worth anything but that's not the be all and end all please do not enter into headaches that you don't want to deal with (laughs) because the person you're even dealing with it with is not worth it do you know how many people enter into a relationship and then they go through like a rough season or rough times Mm. and then they start to realize this person that I'm going through this rough time with is not the ideal partner Mm. for me to face this challenge with. Do you get what I mean? Or this is not the sort of person who I even want to fight through this for. That is why a lot of relationships fail because the person who you're with, they're not even worth fighting for Mm. in your eyes Mm -hmm. because they're not what you actually wanted. Mm -hmm. You fell in love with their potential. Mm. You were too uh, kind of confident in the idea that you could shape them into what it is you needed that's not how life works sis if you want to start controlling someone or sir if you want to start shaping someone into who you are you are not god number one you are not their creator number two and you are a witch okay (laughs) (laughs) stop it you can't control people you can't force that force them to do what it is that you want them to do Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. have to look at someone's actions look at their intentions Mm -hmm. what are they displaying to you do they want to love you right yeah that's only something they can decide honestly and truly and stop forcing it stop it it's actually fine just stop stop. forcing it you fell in love with the gap oh jesus my head (laughs) you fell in love with the gap and wondering why you're still falling there in this abyss 
and why you feel so alone because mm-hmm. the person that you're with is not the person that you're actually with if it's that makes stranger. sense it's the person that you want to be with that's yep. not them yeah the red flags were there both for men and women both yep. for men and women yep. in the same way that you know men will be looking for a submissive woman well, well some men if you get with an independent woman don't start acting up when they start doing independent things thank you thank you why you saw me and as you saw me is as i was yeah so why are you acting now like i've shape-shifted have you into, lost your senses? and why are you trying to cause me to be someone that i'm not ultimately take people as they are oh. and this is why we also need to emphasize present yourself as you truly are mm, these mind no games of no surprises all these mind games of okay well i'm gonna act a bit more submissive or i'm gonna act a bit more independent before we get serious then when uh, we get married i'm gonna do the switch up oh hell. that's called fraud <laughs> <laughs> let me, let you know and we're singing that like canaries there fraudulent. too <laughs> don't present just to try and you end up trapping people and exactly in, with people that they didn't actively choose and i think ultimately life is about knowing that the people you're journeying with chose you yeah even your family like what i was talking about you're not born alone yeah but at a point they decide to choose you right because they can choose to just dash you by the wayside right so ultimately life is about journeying with people who have chosen you they've chosen to love you they've chosen to sacrifice for you they choose to grow for you and with you Mm. If you don't afford that to yourself and to other people, you end up forcing things which shouldn't be forced. And it's okay to be alone sometimes. We'll even do a whole episode of loneliness <laughs> and being yeah. alone. Because I think that's one of people's biggest fears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, that I am I just going to be forever single? Am I going to be forever mm. alone? Which I think is rarely the case for a lot mm. of people. It's funny because it feels like people are afraid to admit that they desire partnership. Yes, they're so so afraid to to, to admit that yeah. but then at the same time they want to and i think that part that comes as a result of the fear mm. they want to dictate what partnership should look like this is it this is it because I, I think people are fearful to admit they want partnership because what if it doesn't come along then you become disappointed mm. right so if you lay out that expectation and it isn't met you're yeah. disappointed i don't think that necessarily needs to be the case i think don't put your worth Mm. in being with somebody yeah exactly but you can want to be with someone that's cool that is fine listen it gets cold at night you want to be laid up (laughs) under somebody that is perfectly (laughs) listen that is perfectly fine and it's funny because me and courtney have these conversations as well often and it's like as much as you know quote-unquote independence And I think maybe we should find another term for it because I think there's so there's a distinction to be made yeah. for the quote unquote independent woman yeah. that actually owns her stuff. Yeah. And then the independent woman that looks like she doesn't need a man. Mm. I think there needs to be a distinction yeah. because, yeah. yeah, like it's nice to actually want someone. It's nice to be with someone. It's yeah. nice to have a relationship. 100. And it's like hang in there sis that's okay it's okay okay to admit that don't be out here on the because you'll be scaring some of them away (laughs) that's another talk for you and i I even just want to cap it off by saying when it comes to the two my sisters podcast we are having we are literally on my bed like having girl chat right so when you listen to these things these are not us you know sitting on paddle talks (laughs) you know this is honestly like intimate girl chat conversations between sisters and i think what we ultimately want to give across on this is be your own person Mm -hmm. choose your own life 
build your own life. Yeah. The issue often becomes when we start to give into societal pressures to have to look like something or be something. If you are Miss Independent, even that, say whatever, if you are an independent woman, that's fine. Perfect. Absolutely okay. fine. Absolutely but you okay. also get to be a complex human being. Mm. You also get to be vulnerable and weak. These things are not mutually exclusive. You can be independent and still connected and dependent on other people. It's mm. called interdependence. Yeah. You can be a person who stands strong on your own and also knows when to lean on other people mm. and let other people lean on you too. So ultimately, the what would you say is the answer to is there such thing as being too independent? You need interdependence. My there we go. <laughs> interdependence. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That was a, that was a good chat. I really enjoyed this <laughs> that one. Was a good chat. Well, we actually really want to hear what you have to say, because we know this one can be a bit of a controversial mm. one. And as always, you can let us know what you're thinking by joining the sisterhood at us on Instagram at to my sisterhood. Be sure to follow us as well and come and say hi to us personally on our pages at CD Boating and at Renee Capu. And of course, we'd love to hear your thoughts and you can tweet us with the hashtag to my sisters. And don't forget to join the sisterhood by signing up for our weekly newsletter so we can grow and glow together. As always, we'll talk to you very soon. And remember, keep glowing and growing. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.